Another edition of Riding Home. Dean Leggy, Matt DeBerry, Matt. Jim Coley was on, James Coley was on the, uh, was in the proverbial hot seat today talking with reporters. Uh, I thought, I thought Anthony Dasher's question was basically straight to the point. Hey, you know, what he didn't say, Dash didn't put it this way, but he said, wait, what's the deal with the offense? Yeah, he wasn't getting grilled by the media, but they strap asked him, what's going on? How do you plan on fixing it? And, and what's going to happen on Wednesday night? And yeah, he answered the question well, like you said earlier, but he's missing a lot of guys. But he took advantage, or he took um, the responsibility for the offense, as he should. He should. I mean, like, and and – He's getting paid a lot of money. He's getting. He's in a position where, uh, you know, he should be performing. But at the same time, and I wrote about this earlier today on the site on DogPost.com. He's right. I mean, they're they're without a lot of guys right now. I mean, and particularly in the passing game. And he he said, and I don't know if everybody paid attention to what he said at the time, but he said from the first quarter of the South Carolina game on, we've we've basically been a different offense, and that was when Cager got hurt. Yeah. And he's right. Cager was huge for this offense on so many levels, made a lot of big plays, Notre Dame, you Florida, know, and so on. One, one thing real quick on that, I asked Jake Fromm earlier today, was there anybody that, you know, and he watched lately in, on film from uh, incoming guys that made, he said, wow. He said, oh, not really. He said, oh, well, Cager. So he knew Cager was going to be good from the start apparently. But when Cager got hurt in that Carolina game, they literally have not been the same since. Even though they played well against Florida and were efficient against Florida, that was a fight, and they didn't just push Florida around. They needed Cager to win that game too. That was the guy he had the most chemistry with. Obviously, he's gained some a little bit with George Pickens and was picking up some chemistry with Dominic Blaylock. But, I mean, Fromm did not play well, but James Coley really took it upon himself, and uh, I thought he should have. And it's so tough because – Going into the season, we talked about how great the offensive line was, and Jake Fromm is a junior, and the stable backs. The, the Georgia fans expected this offense to be better than it was last year. It took a step back. And again, this is the same fan base that killed Mike Bobo for scoring 40 points a game. Right. And James Coley is not – Georgia's offense hasn't struggled like this since the Brian Schottenheimer yeah. uh, year. That was brutal. But Georgia fans have come accustomed to scoring a lot of points – and the quarterback playing really well, except for a few years here and there that have kind of been scattered. So, yeah, he, the offense definitely needs some work. And, uh, yeah, you wrote all about it on, uh, on Dog Post well, today. I, I do. It, it, he, it's hard to be sympathetic towards Coley, frankly, to par- partly because we just don't, we don't see him. I mean, I don't know, I don't know the guy at all. Right. This is the second time he's ever spoken to the media that I can recall at Georgia. Um, but uh, you, you don't ever know him, know the situation. He explained it, I thought, very well. I mean, now he handled the whole press conference. I thought really he, well. He explained today. it very well. And and the reality is, Georgia's fortunate they're playing who they're playing. In my opinion, I mean, if they were going up against the the, the, the I mean, they, we saw what happened with LSU, and they just didn't have the firepower to go because look, DeAndre Swift's not right right now. Something's wrong. Pickens is probably their best, most off, uh, explosive player on offense right now. Yeah. But, you know, Swift's not going to be right. Herring's not there. You know, Cook narrowly – I mean, he was arrested earlier this month on a misdemeanor drug charge. And Zamir hasn't looked like he looked in high school since the two ACLs. 
in addition to three starting offensive linemen not being in this game, and as you said earlier, Cager, uh, Blaylock, and there's a lot of guys missing on this offense, and yet I go out to practice today, and you watch the team, and it's hard not to notice Pickens, and it's hard not to see other guys out there that look the part, and you're just like, well, when is this going to happen, or is it not going to happen? If you're an average football fan and you went and saw Georgia's practice, the guys you're pointing out are, hey, who's number five? Right. Who's number one? Who's number 12? All these guys who looked the part, obviously George Pickens is the one who's uh, made the most impact on the field, and I, I can expect him to have a career high in catches and yards against Baylor. He's going to get a lot of balls thrown his way. Um, but the potential is there, but I do think losing three offensive linemen is, is huge in this game. That's going to be the matchup to look forward to you know, if you're just an average fan. But Baylor's defensive line, they do a really good job, and one of the biggest reasons they've made it this far and again, Georgia's without both of their tackles, their guard. Warren Erickson's making his first start. Trey Hill has not been super impressive all year. And Solomon Kinley has not been the same player he was last year or two years ago either. There's ways around there's ra- there's ways around dealing with, you know, your issues in sports. I mean, maybe they'll go with quick game. Maybe they'll just go hurry up. I mean, you don't have the power offense right now that you've grown accustomed to seeing from Kirby Kirby teams in 16, 17, and 18. Even though they were just not great in 16, they you know, they were a power team with Nick and Sony. Uh, that's not there right now. I mean, maybe you go quick game and, and ignore the tight ends and get the ball out quick to James or I mean or or Zamir or but really you'd get the ball out quick to the receivers and the and passing so forth. game has to help because th- yes there's no reason why Georgia shouldn't be running over everyone with this offensive line and again Dante Swift hasn't been healthy I, I but... still fully expect them to beat Baylor and 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 I I think one reason why is because I think Baylor's going to struggle to score. And that, that 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 that's hard to reconcile when you're the a team. I mean, Georgia knows all about struggling to score. But J.R. Reed is not playing, and he's a good player. But yeah, but he's, he's not a game changer yeah, he's for the re- defense. JR is replaceable. The, exactly, the defense should still be very good. And is he the only guy missing along the defense starters? Devon Wilson's not a starter, right? But he's a guy who plays. Um, I just, I just I feel like I, I'm missing someone. Listen, 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 listen. Here, here's we're, we're, you know, LSU is favored by five and a half over Clemson. And you think I'll take LSU to cover that okay. all day? Georgia's favored by five and a half over Baylor. So, I mean, if you take off the helmets and you just like look at it, you know, everybody's thinking that last year's game is going to happen again this year, and 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 I, I find that a little hard to believe myself, just because. Um, you know, <laughs> Kirby sounded Kirby sounded like a crazy person today. A lot of energy, a lot of they were coaching the kids hard, no question. But I feel like they should have been doing that last year, and they did not get up for Texas at all. They came out slow. They fought back, and probably would have won that game if they played another quarter. Maybe, but they came out just slow and lethargic. They can't have that happen because Baylor's going to come ready to play. They are excited yeah. to be here, just like Texas was last. But year. Texas could score. Last year, and that that was the difference to me, uh, compared them to Baylor. Um, 
this year. I don't know a lot about Baylor beyond what I saw with them playing OU. I think we saw them playing Texas Tech, or who did they play that we watched? No, it was TCU. That's right. It was me, you, and Dylan. We were screaming about how it was oh, one of the I had Baylor. I was yeah one of I the remember. worst games that we had watched. That's right. It was just a bad offensive football game. Yeah. And when a double or triple overtime, what it was, it was a fascinating game. Yeah. Uh, Georgia has the better players. I, I do. I, I think that I, I expect Georgia to win the game, but it, it is time for a win or lose, it is time for a, a fresh start, a new season for Georgia. I mean, they're the number five team in the country, and people are ready to get on with the next season. That's how high these guys have gotten, and there's so much. We can talk about this tomorrow. There's so much negativity around things right now um, because people want what they haven't gotten, which is a national championship. Yeah. Real quick, I, I hear a lot of Georgia fans are – you know, not thrilled at all that these guys are sitting and, and, and so on and so yeah. many. But at the end of the day, if you're Andrew Thomas, I'm not playing. If I'm Andrew Thomas, I'm not playing in this game. If I'm DeAndre Swift, I'm not playing this game. Isaiah Wilson, yeah, you should probably play. J.R. Reed, you should probably play. The other guys that, you know, are not playing for other different types of reasons. Right. But uh, George is missing a lot of guys. I mean... They are missing a lot of guys for sure, but they're the more talented teams. They're the more talented mind. team. I think the guy, the guy that is going to play but will not be at one hundred percent is Swift. That's the person you would like to see. I'm not expecting much I'm, from him. I'm at not all. either. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think he might touch the ball six times. I think Zamir might have the most carries. I mean, Swift uh, Cook, excuse me, will get his touches, but. They're, I mean, if they're trying to run up the middle and pound, I think Zamir is going to get a lot oh, of Oh, yeah, it would be Zamir. Yeah. I mean, if even if you had the Vanderbilt game, Zamir, you'd be fine. Yeah. Uh, well, I say that. I mean, the Baylor's, Baylor's front is, is solid yeah. for sure. They're not, they're not bad. But someone was posting today on the site, you know, um, you know, Baylor's never – they're not going to have seen an offense, a defense like this Georgia defense. No. And, you know, the only team that scored over 20 points on Georgia is LSU. Yeah. And, you know. Who, oh, could who, have put up 70 last yeah. night. If they really wanted to. I mean, that that was unreal. But we'll wrap it up right there. Yeah. Go uh, watch Kirby uh, get after everybody in practice in the upper part of the screen, upper left-hand side of the screen. Make sure to subscribe. We'll see you tomorrow. Dean Leggy, Matt DeBerry, uh, thanks for listening to Riding Home here on Dog Post.